Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Eight hundred one five zero eight eleven is the phone number. Eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Your choice uh, to fit your spleen, if you like, um, over uh, what you've been uh, witnessing in the cricket, um, because it uh, once again was very disappointing yesterday. Uh, you might like to have a comment on uh, just how far we can take uh, abusive officials, um, whether you know whether we've got to do something about it or whether people have just got it. It's, a, it's a personal responsibility to be a bit more sensible and a bit more selective in what you say. Uh, so I think there's a number of issues that, that we can uh, talk about. Oh, 800 150 And the four people you'd like to have uh, for dinner will we'll include people that have passed away uh, as well in that, on the back of uh, what Izzy was saying. So, yeah, people that have, New Zealand sporting people that have passed away or current that you would uh, like to have dinner with. Uh, if you had a chance. Kevin from uh, Titarangi is called in. G'day, Kevin. How are you? Morning, Smithy. Watched the cricket yesterday, and um, yep. when, they, when we started getting wickets with the spin early on, I thought we're in trouble because we're going to be batting second on this. And sure mm. enough, we are in trouble. Um, this pitch is not going to last three days. No way in the world. And, and I don't think the batsman will last three days. But uh, that 172 is not a bad score on this, and at 55 for five, We've got to face a lot of spin there yet, and um, we haven't got batsmen to come in and you know following in to um, to, to face that. We we, we just we just haven't. It was uh, very when, interesting. When did... Yeah, Kevin, I was just going to say that the selection is interesting for me when you look at the fact that in the fifth and sixth over of a Test match, we're bowling spin. Uh, should we have picked two seamers? Well, that's that's the thing. They they bowled well, but you know, and, and they had little runs hit off them. But they didn't get wickets, and uh, like I said, you know what, eight, nine, it's over. You got the spinners on, and uh, they're getting wickets. Well, like I said, we're, we're batting second, and you got you know Tajel, he, he's he's going to be thereabouts, and um, I've got him. I've got him to get uh, ten wickets in the match, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, when when we were batting Smith, he laid some twenty balls, and he was out for four. That's a lot, and that this probably tells everything. The guy's out of form because the guy can't bat. He's been a good player, and he still is a good player, but 20 balls and you're out before. And and when they get um, Williamson out, you know you're in trouble. If they get Williamson out, you know we're in trouble. And um, 
as we've spoken about before, I still can't understand why we keep picking that number four, um, Nichols. No, nothing against the guy, but just his cricket ability at the moment. Um, you can go back to the 200 where he was dropped on eight. He batted on a road, but when it comes to spin on that, average of 15 and then these test averages 26. Well, you go around to number fours in the world and see what their averages are. Averages are. Smith, um, Coley, it's not 24. So it's just, no. just my, my, my view, Smithy. I think um, it's interesting they've named a side to play uh, Bangladesh in the three one-day internationals. They've included Tom Latham. I'm going to ask Sam Wells about that because they've rested a number of experienced players on the basis that they feel they need a rest. Now, I would have thought if anyone needs a rest after the World Cup, it was Tom Latham. Uh, he's, um, you know, he was captain. He was keeper. Uh, he was batting five. He looked tired. He then goes to Bangladesh. He's had three innings and failed three there. Uh, I just wonder whether Tom Latham, who is going to captain this side uh, against Bangladesh, was uh, worthy of a rest as well. So, um, And whether Mitchell Santa deserves a rest. Mitchell Santner's played a lot of white ball cricket. He's played one game of cricket or one day of cricket uh, since we were knocked out in the World Cup on the 15th of last month. So why does Mitchell Santner all of a sudden need a rest? I, I, these are questions that I, I, I've got to ask Sam Wells after 11 o'clock. So. But you're right. And Kevin, why can't we play spin? Is it because we're not used to playing spin? No, it goes back to the basics, Smith. It's technical. You know, like you, I think I texted you yesterday. You, you look at the head movement. You look at, they're moving before the ball bowls. You, you, as a spinner, to read an arm ball, you've got to stay as still as you can to read an arm ball. You've been a wicketkeeper. You know what an arm ball does, and you know what a rolling does. You know, when you see the knuckles going down, you know you're going to get a wrong one, but, but they're moving and, and they've got no idea what the ball's going to um, do. Look, look at um, Nichols was out yesterday. It's, it's the same old thing. His feet's go, his feet are going that way and his back's going that way. We're not going to last, are you, against the spinner? Uh, just no, reading the ball. Yeah, it is, it's very, very frustrating when, when we all suspect we've got better players available than playing at the moment. Uh, and we're not having them in the side. Um, we, we know who we're talking about there, Kev. Hey, thanks very much, and, and continue to send in your, your texts as well. I really enjoy uh, reading them, mate. You, you know your stuff. Uh, Scott, good morning to you. Scott from uh, the Naki. Yeah, good morning, Ian. Nice segue about the uh, Latham chat, because that is exactly where I'm going to go with this. Now, I am super stoked to see some names in there that I think New Zealand has, has called for for a while now to see at an international level, the, the likes of Clarkson, O'Rourke, and uh, and the likes. We've seen a few of the others. Um, it's For me, I would have gone with Tom Bruce to captain this side and play at Tom Latham's spot. I think domestically and internationally, he, he has proven himself, and he can do the job. He's a fantastic leader, and Tom Latham should have got a rest. I think Tom Bruce was the man that could have come in and taken over the reins of the team and done a very good job of it. I think Tom Bruce might be injured though, Scott, unless he's just played in the last round or so. I know he missed a couple of games due to injury, so um, whether he was considered or not considered, I, I do not know. But I know that's the kind of player. I'm so pleased that Clarkson's getting a go. Oh, fantastic opportunity for the young man. He, he uh, I, I think he's going to have a very, very good international career. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. I just like the way he can he can go about his innings nice and smoothly in a four-day game, or he can go out there and, and just annihilate a bowling attack in the ODI game and in the T20 game. And he gives a bit with the ball too. He's a very handy player. Yeah. And I think New Zealand's probably lacked that sort of player 
We thought we probably were going to get that a little bit with Jameson, but it hasn't come to fruition. I, I think Clarkson is that whole package that we're looking for at that number six spot, maybe seven. Um, the, the type of Chris Ken sort of player maybe in the future years. Let's, let's see if he can develop and become the player we think he can. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I, I really do. And, and I, I'm just hoping, I'm like, hoping like heck that uh, we, can, we can develop something out of this and, and a new leg spinner in there. Uh, Willow Rourke, who people are talking about. Uh, nice to see those uh, youngsters getting a go. Uh, but I, I, I just question uh, I, a couple of those selections in there. I just don't think they're forward thinking at all. And uh, we, we, we're wasting opportunities, uh, I think, with a couple of those selections. Hey, cheers, Scott. I really appreciate your thoughts there. And I'm totally with you um, on uh, the Tom Latham having a rest, deserving a rest. Uh, for me, anyway, because Tom Latham's still got so much to offer. He's a fine opening batsman. Um, and I, I just, just think uh, he needs to get a bit of a breather, a good break over Christmas and family time, and get stuck into Test cricket after that. All uh, right, uh, let's get to Sparky from uh, Kapiti. Sparky, morning to you. Good morning, Smithy. How are you, mate? I really uh, love the show and I've always enjoyed your commentary over the years. Uh, so Thank thanks you. for that. But Thank um, you. I, I, I've just got a reflection about the Cricket World Cup. Um, really enjoyed it. Very proud of the way our boys um, performed. Um, and But for me, there was just a bit of a ghost uh, at the World Cup and the ghost is the West Indies. And, um, you know, I grew up in a time in the mid-80s, late 80s, when West Indies were at the top of their game. And it's just it's sort of sad to see uh, the way that they've sort of missed out on the last couple of World Cups, T20 and this World Cup. And um, I was just wondering if you had a chance to have a beer with Ian Bishop at the bar after one of your commentary stints. And did you chew the fat about this? And where does he see where the West Indian game is at? And is it, is it you know, are there, are there some players um, up and coming that are on the radar or coming through their 2020 leagues? Or, yeah, just keen to get your thoughts, maybe on... Because they did not so long ago win the T20 World Cup and an underage 50-over World Cup. So, yeah. Yes, they did. They did, you're right. And uh, at that point, everyone thought they might have turned the corner. Problem is, uh, there's not a lot of money in the game um, in, the, in the Caribbean, and there's not enough to uh, keep the very best players away from those leagues that they play around the world. Uh, and then, of course, uh, once that is, uh, becomes an issue for them, if they turn their back on the West Indies, the West Indies um, tend not to pick them. Um, so therefore, you, you find yourself in a sort of a catch-22 situation. They want to build depth and they want to build people faithful to the West Indies, but they're good enough, uh, some of them, or nowhere near good enough at this point. Bish himself is very depressed about it, I can tell you. He takes it, I won't say he takes it personally, but he's a very proud West Indian cricketer, very proud West Indian man, um, and Mikey Holding is of the same uh, feeling as well. Uh, uh, Mikey, not a big fan of T20 cricket as it is, but uh, he was uh, absolutely, um, I won't say distraught, but very, very disappointed uh, about the direction that West Indies cricket was heading and, and where it is now, uh, it is poorly placed. Next year they have an opportunity uh, to perhaps make a name on the world stage because they are hosting the T20 World Cup along with the United States. So they're automatically in that tournament, Sparky. And, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll just wait and see what kind of team they come up with. But at the moment, I think they were, the West Indies women's team is probably better performed than their men's team. And who would have ever thought that would be the case? The development of, the development of cricket in the West Indies or the non-development of West Indies cricket. I, I worked with uh, Tony Cozier's son, Craig, during the World Cup. Tony Crozier, who was one of the great commentators 
I don't know what he'd think of it, the mess that it is at the moment. Uh, we'll be back very shortly. Uh, catch up with Craig and Cliff. Thanks, Barky. Right, let's get back to the call board, and uh, Craig is there from uh, Toronga. Craig, good morning. Morning, Smitty. How you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Put it that way. Just okay. Just okay. All right, you didn't want to climb into cricket. I thought in your sermon you were going to say you're leaving the cricketers alone. But, uh, <laughs> uh, before I get to the cricket, just really quickly on, on the uh, rugby officials, uh, the World Cup final, I actually thought Wayne Barnes had a pretty good game, so I never understood mm. why he was copping um, so much so much slack from New Zealand rugby fans. Um, yeah, I thought Wayne, Wayne Barnes did, or, uh, did okay. The TMO, I thought, didn't have a great game, um, but it wasn't... Wasn't totally their fault, right? The, the problem is with the rules of rugby, and uh, and that's where I see the issue. The TMO is too involved, and um, yeah, just just the ability for them to get involved is is too great. So I think the whole rules of rugby, uh, among others, need to be to be looked at. So for, for people to be sending death threats and stuff, that's just ridiculous. I just don't get it. And like I said, I thought Wayne Wayne Barnes had an all right game. So my mm. opinion on that. Um, yep. and the- yeah, just as far as the cricket goes, um, just mm. staying on the trying to stay on the positive positivity side. Um, I I was actually very impressed with Mitchell Satner. Um, I've never really considered him to be um, to be a worthy Test player. I guess he's a fantastic white ball cricketer, but um, but I thought he bowled really well with huge amount of control. So obviously on a pitch that's assisting, and I mean that helps. Um, but yes, yeah, so I got a lot of praise for for the way we bowled and the way we fielded. Um, obviously, our batting is is not up to it. Um, but the one I've been looking at is Rachin Ravindra sitting on the sideline. Everyone's been calling for him to be in the team. How happy do you think he is not being in the team and trying to bat on that? His stocks are still really high. If he'd gone out and had you know two failures in the last test and a failure in the first innings of this test, we would have gone, oh, this kid's not not up to it, you know, and. And for him to come in on on pitches that are you know that are obviously well this one particularly is is a bowler friendly um, pitch. I think if I was him, I'd be happy sitting on the sideline. Yeah, I think that's a good point, Craig. A very good point. But I don't think they left him out to protect him. Put it that way. I don't think they ever said at any stage we're leaving him out. Uh, to look after his confidence, etc. They left him out because uh, they preferred other people to him because uh, their test form, they said, was better. Cliff, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Smitty. Look, yeah, I, I'm agreeing with the last guy in a way. Mitchell Sander came into this team. He wasn't a test player in this squad. He got brought in as an extra player in, in the series, and he ended up replacing a leg spinner who comes in and out of the team, seems to be the full guy every time they play badly. They talk about the batting, and then they drop a guy back at number nine. And that always seems to be the way it works, is that there's some joker ends up getting dropped, and they bring in another left armour. They said they couldn't play um, Russian, because they didn't need another guy bold left arm spin bowler. And then, then they replace some uh, Santner comes in as a left armour, and he gets to replace the leggy. So they talk in riddles about, about how they're using players. Rashid Ravinder is an opening batsman. They did play him a year ago and batted him at seven and eight. And, he, and look, sometimes you don't make a lot of runs down there because that's where you've been put. 
I think that's an excellent point. I think uh, what people have missed, uh, we regarding back here, Russian Ravindra on what we've seen as a specialist batsman in Test cricket. I don't think they think of him that way. They shouldn't even have talked about his bowling. That was just a, a, a bonus. Uh, the batting was the key uh, for me. That's, that was my argument the whole time. Thanks very much for your calls back shortly.